can't believe I just hit that note. I wasn't I don't trying know if to. Yes! It was. It's a little early in the morning. For me, for me, for anyone who doesn't know, I have an, un- an unhealthy sleep schedule. I've slept for three hours. We had to shoot nights, so that... Your but, face is uh, like uh, red right here. My call time was... What was... It was 1.30, then it was 7.30, then it was 8.30. Oh, Brent's back, and then everybody. Brent's back, everyone. PM. It's all PM. PM, my goodness. Brent is back. Tell him where you were. I, I was filming a movie. It wasn't my movie. I was just an on-set dresser. But um, I was... <laughs> Who would you dress? On-set dresser. Set, Wait, set dresser. Just <laughs> 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 kidding. How many details can you, can you give? I'm going to be honest. Movie? I don't know. I never you signed, signed an NDA. So you can tell him everything. Oh, okay. I so don't think I signed don't an dis- NDA. If you didn't, if you didn't, Although, <clears throat> I, I, pro- I'm st- I probably still shouldn't say anything Oh, yeah. Don't say any details about it. But, like, about can, the movie. But it was just, it's, uh, I mean, uh, you can look it up. It's a movie called Supercell. And Al Baldwin is in it. Supercell. He's not the main character. Really He's a bad. side character. But they sell the movie on... Alec Baldwin, Baldwin being there. He, he filmed for a week when they were in Montana. They didn't have that much money to have him as a main character. Yeah. No, I mean... Well, no, it's, it's... Apparently, Bruce Willis does the same thing, where he's filmed, like, 40 movies. The the VFX guy who was on it was talking about it. They He'll he'll come into a movie. He does this all the time, where he comes into a movie. He just gets that... He doesn't learn any of his lines. He just gets an earpiece, and they feed him his lines, mm-hmm. and he works for five days, and that's it, and gets paid a bunch of money. Yeah, and I would love to it. do that. That sounds awful. That sounds so that sounds awesome. Dumb. I mean, yes, you get paid money, but it sounds... if I was getting paid buco bucks, I'd do that for five days. Yeah, I think it would depend on if I had a family and I was famous enough that I could just go work for five days, like literally work for maybe fifteen days in a year and get enough money and just be like, okay, I'm gonna go uh, chill with the fam for the rest. Of I the mean, year. I'd I'd have to do like other things i couldn't that just sounds do so that. boring it does 15 days but it seems doesn't. like they do other and also things not getting invested i feel like yeah. if it's like not getting what invested in, in the, the in the in the project it's or like well just it's, doing projects I, that only require you to be there for five days seems kind of uh, but i wouldn't do that all the time it would be here and there kind of thing wait okay yes but just to make more when money. was the last time you saw bruce willis in a regular movie yeah, he's right. Glass is the last one I can think of. Yeah. And that one was, oh, was, that, was, one, but that was like three. I'm not Bruce like Willis. This ago. is what I would do. Yeah. Not I'm not gonna follow this okay, true. format. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like that's so dumb <clears throat> to do that only mm-hmm. Apparently you know not Bruce Willis, but apparently Alec Baldwin. He he was in Montana and I wasn't in Montana when they filmed there. Um oh. when they yeah, so I he wasn't down in Georgia. I wonder if that's what but, he does for the the commercials he does. Like the was it Capital One? They probably just have well commercials usually only shoot for a day or two. Yeah, yeah. I know, but commercials shoot a for day, a day they just three read days. him his lines still. Oh, oh that's what you mean. Probably. Uh, well they probably have because they're looking straight, pretty much straight at camera. They probably just have a uh, teleprompter. Teleprompter, yeah. That yeah. A teleprompter. Cards. I mean, literally, uh, Matthew McConaughey just does voiceover for all of us. He doesn't even speak. Oh, but he he doesn't speak during the thing, but he's there still. He is still there. Yeah, he gets to sit in a car and look oh, solemnly into the, the sunset. A lot Wait, of the more recent Lincoln, Lincoln a lot of the more recent Lincoln oh, yeah. commercials have been directed and shot by uh, Christopher Nolan's DP. Oh, really? Uh, like who did his first up until uh, Dark Knight Rises. Uh, and after Dark Knight Rises, yeah, he Knight stopped. Well, oh, he uh, he basically in the in the video I was watching that was on uh, uh, what's what's the thing called? Anyway, Studio Binder, the Studio Binder channel. Uh, they got a lot of good content on there. But he just said they have an was, expensive product as well. They do have an expensive product. But he said I was just sort of done being the camera operator. I was ready to do something a little easier. So with the Lincoln commercials, I can go in. I can set up the lights, the, let someone else run the camera, and then I can just direct. The DP? Yeah. Was, said he was tired of being a camera operator? Yeah. What? Why would he be a camera operator? He's the DP. 
because he was one of those DPs who wanted to be behind his camera. Well, that was his choice. Yeah, I know, but he wanted to do something smaller. Like he, it's the same thing that uh, what's his name? Roger Deakins does that. Roger Deakins shoots all his movies from behind camera. That's why you have so many photos of him looking through the <coughs> viewfinder. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I know that there are. I know that it's not. Maybe it's not common. I I don't know. This isn't enough. It's well, I've never I've never seen a DP who. They usually are are. I've seen DPs like that sitting there doing the, especially on smaller in stuff. Oh, so they're usually just in village. The DP sure. is like almost always in village, just and usually they'll, on, have an, they'll usually have an aperture adjuster, but okay. they have the camera operator and then they have a first AC who's pulling focus. You gotta remember though who he's working with as well. He's working. He's his almost his entire professional career was with Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan hates Video Village. He says the only thing he that does. He, mm-hmm. He doesn't. He does not sit in a video village. If the video, if he has maybe a personal monitor that he walks around with, but he says that he prefers Same. to stand next to the camera and see what the camera is seeing. Okay, that's that's I, stupid because there's I, I so prefer, many other people who need to see the. the well, no, no, but they still have village. they still have video village. It's more specifically Christopher Nolan. Doesn't like sitting away from all of oh, his well then, actors. Okay, that's, he likes that's to be normal. where the camera is okay. at. Yeah, that's yeah. A lot of there, there are a couple of directors, or some directors will I'm just do that. Way. Or if they want to be, I'd some rather, scenes they'll be close to the person, and then some scenes they'll be sitting at village. What's his face? Uh, Quentin Tarantino. He just he does the same thing. Yeah, he's right next to the camera. Yeah, he's not operating the camera, but he's right there. I'd but he will take over the camera, I'm sure, because that's just who he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, From what I've heard. Gotta make sure you're in the uh, the um, in the in the in the camera union. Then. Yeah, they they will not be they would not be happy if the director started touching and moving the camera. That would not be a good I've, thing to a do. A lot of I a lot like of big directors though make sure they're part of every union to make sure that they can do that. Yeah, that and, they gotta be, and, and I feel you, like Quentin Tarantino doesn't give a blind you know what i'm saying yeah. well here's the thing quentin tarantino might not but the unions do and the, un- the yeah. camera union would just be like the union. especially okay, quentin tarantino like, to be you're honest, not part of our union but you keep touching our cameras well we won't let any of our people work on your movies how about that i'm not sure if it's true or not but apparently the only reason we're still wearing masks right now on set is because of sag like that's not sag is making production still have COVID stuff. Despite the fact that Disney's the majority of people are info on a lot of like are vaccinated. Like when, yeah, like I was talking to the first AD, I think. Or I overheard the first AD. Someone was talking about it and they were like, it's big it's SAG is keep it it's just one company has to change their policy and then everyone else Probably. will follow. Like but a big company but and SAG, Disney's about to they, no, but in this case it's, it's SAG. The union. It's SAG. It's the union it. is requiring I, I know, I understand oh. that. But I'm saying once a big company like Disney changes their policy, then SAG and everybody else will follow. That's how it works. Uh, I I can possibly. You know how many SAG people are on Disney productions probably today? Yeah, but they might say, like, the we majority. won't work until you at Trilith, go back. At Trillith alone, it's like five productions. Yeah. But they might say, so we're if, not if Disney's like, hey, hold out hey SAG, change we're changing our policy, you think they're they're just going to be like, nope. But that might be an exception. Yeah. They might I don't know. have Disney as an exception. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know enough about the. the I, would, I do know enough to know that SAG and Disney are both very powerful, so there would be some discussion there. I don't think Disney holds I'm enough telling of the you, cards. I was talking with to... a SAG rep yesterday because on my latest short, Opposite Attract, they... You had a SAG? How did... For... Jor- Jordan is SAG. And he yeah. texted me saying that he... Uh, so he's that in I the can't union, but he's not submit it to festivals and all that stuff, and I checked up, and it's I can still, even if he's SAG. Oh, Jordan, you, re- you reached out to a to um, a, a buddy rep. that is a SAG rep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, and then Jordan, we were just talking. Jordan said you can't submit to a festival because he's SAG. Jordan said this. Uh, he totally it's a twist of his mind. He said, "By the way, I forgot to tell you this, which is my bad, but I can't." Uh, really be put into festivals or profited off of in any way because 
on SAG and could get in trouble for that. And I was, I didn't think that was the case. And then uh, I did, looked into it and why, he did too. Why would so. that? Did you talk why? to him? Because SAG about is that? stupid, dude. I hate no, no. Unions. But uh, did you ask him like why that is? I did. Like, well, do they have a thing that you can't? I just you said got paid for the for the. Production? At first, because I was thinking about it, I was trying to figure it out. But I did some googling and stuff. Said <laughs> nice. He said. Sorry, dude. Still reminds us. Oh. And then I texted him again the next day. I said, "Hey, bro, can you send me some reference for this for the SAG thing? I want to look more into it. I can't find anything. I'm googling." And then he sent me something. He said, uh, "Found this might be more lax than I thought it was." Oh, okay, okay. So he just he just thought he just it was. thought. Yeah. I got you. I got you. But it's not the case. Are you planning on submitting that to festivals? Probably. Yeah. Why do you okay, think flash? The numbers are sure flash on your camera. It's, I put it up on. Uh, um. It means that it Film is freeway, it's roll it's about to roll over video. So what the way the way that my camera works is I think it shoots for like twelve minutes, and then it starts a new video automatically. Oh, yeah. That's so weird. when it's flashing, it means that it's coming to the end of that. Yeah. Uh, versus top yeah. yeah versus Tazi's, which just stops. <laughs> yeah. In that case, I gotta make Look sure. Look at the little itty bitty baby shotgun mic you got there. That's so cute. It's our bad. But it, it's a lifesaver though, because it our my my computer ran out of disk space the other podcast, and we were able to capture the last like five minutes of the podcast on that mic. It's your, actually not your, bad. Lap. Oh, your computer did. Yeah, my audition. computer did. Yeah, I needed to delete a bunch of stuff. I I've got a I've got a backup mic. What What did you just say just a second ago about? When I said I um, might submit it to festivals, you said what? Oh, I was curious what festivals you were like. Oh, were I don't know. I have a lot of research to do, uh, but oh. it's up on Film Freeway. I think that's what I'm going to use. I'm going to submit look at it blogs. to the local harvest are you festival. Putting it, are you putting that? Are you putting that short out on Wine first before you submit it to festivals? Or are you going to wait? I don't know. This depends on Renaissance the Renaissance Festival. Oh, okay. But I was probably... more just for, for the viewers out there if they wanted to watch it, which, so in that case, probably by the time this comes out. Um, my goal right now is to submit it next Friday on the 18th. Mm-hmm. Or not submit it. Uh, release it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so in that case, I might. By the time this episode is out, it should be released uh, because we're going to be, we, we, we film these podcasts about a week in advance and um, Brent and I are going to a wedding, so we're also going to film this one extra early. Uh, so opposites attract. If it is released, Curly I will link below. And if it is not released, I'm sure I will be editing in some sort of text here, making fun of myself. <laughs> also, uh, once you guys do see it, I'd love to get feedback, even if it's like ten years down the road. I want feedback on it still. You know, what ten I'm years down the road, hopefully mm. this will be not that great. What compared to your other work? No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I still want to hear stuff about it 10 years down the road. Yeah. That's what he's saying. He wants to, he wants to okay. still hear people criticize. Why are you so judgmental this morning? Okay, 10 years ago, one of your home videos, you want to hear criticism on that? It's a home video. I think, I think it's okay. a little, I think that's a little different. He's, at this point, at this point, he's... Okay, Agent Zero, you want to hear criticism about that? No, but I'm. That's I wasn't a movie. Pursuing, that's an actual movie. But that I wasn't we did. pursuing. I wasn't pursuing a career in film then. I wasn't trying to get better. Listen, but I've done stuff. Before. I didn't shoot any of Jer- of of Agent Zero. That was entirely Jeremiah. I was trying to remember if you were even in Agent Zero. I was. I was. You were I the, was bad the bad guy. guy. <laughs> I was the main. Why guy. in the dawn of this new, new age, age of, of technology and wonders? wonders. Would you carry such a remedial weapon as this? Because it's a gun. <laughs> uh, for those of you and Tazi who don't understand, no we, clue what's so going on. We made we made a host of of home videos as always when we were children, and uh, our neighbor made a lot of them with us. And his family had done their own home movie about a secret agent named Agent Zero. Mm. And so his older Four brother. Lance three. No. Well. But, it, <laughs> Have you played it was Borderlands be, 3? Yeah, we were... Uh, Zero character? Mm, did you play with us? No, it was me and uh, Josiah and then all the other Nate. How it. long ago was this? When it first came out. We didn't play all the way through. We only played a little bit and then... I know how long ago were you guys shooting these videos? Oh, oh this, this was, was like when we were in middle school. Middle school. Oh, okay. yeah, Borderlands yeah. 3 hadn't um, come out yet. 
No. Um, Borderlands 3 copied no, 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 your no, no, guys' no. character. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Wait, but um, Agent Zero oh, Agent was Zero. was this just super cool, can do whatever he wants, no flaws sort of character. Great. And, and the villains were stupid. And the villains were stupid. Like they, in the first one, the guy is has this whole convoluted plan to have a full-fledged invasion of Tajikistan. <laughs> which they only found out because... At the at the place where they're filming, where they're di- they, like their dad's work or something like that, mm-hmm. there was a large like wall map, and so he just went over to somewhere kind of like in the Africa Middle East area, like Europe, and just kind of pointed to a random place, and that was the, like it's, found the funniest name of a country. It's so it was Tajikistan. It's, it's like thirty seconds of being like we ship troops from France into North Africa through Egypt, ship them across the Suez Canal, run them through Saudi Arabia, surround the border, and launch a full-fledged invasion of Tajikistan! We're just we're just reminiscing about old home movies. So Agent Zero is something we spent over a year making. It was a year because we couldn't f- we, couldn't we sucked at all. filming. Yes! Finally. Yeah, what? What? Nothing. Somebody just finally messaged me back. I've been waiting a while. Okay. It it took so long because we wouldn't, we didn't film very consistently and weren't great at filming. We also, I remember we spent, we were doing a chase scene and we spent an entire day, like almost the entire day, like six hours maybe, filming us running up and down stairs. Because that's where the chase scene, it was, in the, it was in a stairwell. And that was basically the entire thing. And then in the, in the final movie, the the chase scene was about, I don't know, 10 seconds or something Welcome like that. Welcome to the movies. That was our, the, making that was the introduction to how long it actually takes to make a movie. But it was like, runs up some stairs, runs up some more stairs, shoots twice, shoots twice, runs up some more stairs, gets to the roof. Yeah, best part, then, best part about that, that though was we had to do a reshoot for it because the, the writer and director uh, wanted to do, uh, insert this joke. Brent was like the comic relief character. This is so funny. Brent was the comic relief character in the movie and he Is this still for Agent Zero? Still Agent yes. Zero. He did hated I? it. I feel like I did. Yeah, so I his character- at one point, his, I think I said that. His yeah. character was supposed to be like Agent Zero was- cool said all the cool one-liners he was an idiot you were agent 99 i think but his was his character was an idiot who who was incompetent and terrible at his job that agent zero constantly had to like pick up and brent we had to convince him that this was a good role for the movie that he was gonna be the funniest part of the entire movie i feel like i could do it a lot better now and that his character was an idiot and that it was okay that he was an idiot because it was funny and that it made the whole movie better he just he was so mad i I, I gotta remember that uh we need to uh we'll we'll move on i will move on from talking about agent zero though but um, we are going to talk a bit about, uh, today about directors, which I feel like we touched on a little bit already. Just a tad. Just a tad. Well, it was just a thing. And it's directors, I've, TV versus movies, features. which I've, I've thought about it and I talked to the DP on, on the movie I was just on and he brought up a good point that from what I experienced in the TV shows that we did, the DP set up the, sh- the DP and the gaffer and somewhat the, the key grip set up the shot and where the people who set up the shot and the director would just deal with the actors and figure that out. Mm-hmm. Whereas on the movie, the director was, there were multiple times where the director and the DP would clash on how to do a shot or if they needed a shot or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, when you say clash, do you mean like, like, in a, like, like the DP would be like, they're, or the collaborating. they're collaborating. No, they, I think he, the DP was, collaborating no it was the dp wanted a shot uh and the director would be like no i don't don't think that i don't want that shot or the dp would be like i think that like i've set up a shot and the director would be like well let's change this and he'd be like that's gonna make that shot look not great and he's like well i don't care let's do it oh gosh Um, i hate this director already uh he no he wasn't (laughs) that he wasn't that bad but whereas on the on the on the tv show and and this is what the dp said he was like 
I'm used. To, I'm I I understand it because on a TV show you need to keep a consistent look throughout all the episodes because you get a different director every episode. Yeah. But the DP stays the same throughout the entire thing. Yeah. So have you seen uh, Yellowstone? No. It's the same director. But I know the. I don't know the lead man, but I know the lead man's son Kevin who Costner? is a gang boss. No lead man. He knows. The he's lead the head of the. Show. He's like the set deck. Purple. Oh, I have no clue anything mm. about set decorating. Okay. Um, Look, we, like I work in the crew part. Like the parts that actually make your movies work, Tazi. Uh, yeah, I love you, you need criticize to... him. I'm not for criticizing a... him at all. I'm just saying I'll I don't know the roles. I'll refer you back to the end of the end of episode 007, where oh, you criticized Brent, saying his opinion was irrelevant because he was it a is. set dresser. It's irrelevant. <laughs> It's irrelevant. That opinion, that opinion you had was irrelevant. If you have that mindset, I don't have that mindset sets, for everything. But when you have ideological ideals on on if you what is good, what isn't good, you're gonna have an onset dresser as a director, and you have to work with that person, like I just know. as much as the DP. I know. So why are you saying it's irrelevant? I'm they saying have, I'm not saying point. set directors in general. You I'm said, saying oh, you as a set director in that moment. <laughs> that's not even a position. Is irrelevant. There is no set director. Set, set deck, whatever. Set dresser. I'm being. I'm being. You get what I'm oh, saying. I get you doing. I get you You're just trying to, to poke thing. my buttons, and oh. I'll hit you over the head and dent the other side with this. Is that what you did? Please don't tell me you hit someone over the head with that. I can't disclose that information recently. Gosh. Uh, um, but but back to what you yeah, were saying. Yeah, it's it's. Um, I will say this. Though. It seemed after I, you in, say I mean, saying. I don't know. I guess I'd have to. If if I was in the director's position, I would know more what it felt like. But it seems like the way that TV shows do it is, I don't know. It's more. I, I don't know. Thinking about it, I'm, I'm split on it now because again the the. Yes. yes. Proceed. The. The movie is the director's vision, I guess. So, I'm, I'm, he's he get, he has I guess more say about what it looks like. Whereas the TV show is the individual episode is their vision, so the, the shots are less. Uh, I sort of call, but it seems a lot more what, smooth if if you have the DP, the gaffer, and the best and the not the best boy and the key grip. Deal with lighting shots and everything like that, and the camera operators sometimes will will help do that too. I think it's. I think here here's my take on the whole thing, and I, I think it depends on the movie that you're making, um, or just the content you're making, because it is so different from TV shows. Um, it's just a different style of filmmaking in general. But when you're making something, when we talk specifically about features, let's break it down. Right, you talk specifically about features, and then you have different categories of features, like budget-wise. Mm-hmm. You have, you know, Blumhouse films, which are no more than five million dollars, which is technically low budget. Yeah. Then you have like micro budget, which is like five hundred k around there. You don't have all of this money to hire all of these roles for the most part. When you have five hundred thousand dollars, I would hope you could stretch that money. You have a good producer to be able to stretch that money in a way that you put enough on screen finances so that it looks good and you also have enough behind the camera to be able to perform the on-screen look um but i would say this because my experience with the two uh different types the big budget low budget and then like medium budget or whatever i would consider like five million dollars um hold on yeah, I've got it. My car is full. I've got to delete some stuff quickly. Keep saying what you're saying because your camera's stuck on. You're good. So basically, my experience with the two, one with the very minimal budget, the micro budget, is anything goes. Like, you can really do anything as a director, as <coughs> a, a... Are you okay? I'm fine. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm my spit a little bit. <laughs> <coughs> Don't do that. Don't die on... Actually, wait till this camera's up, then you can die. Wait till the camera's on you, then you die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a true actor, you don't do anything unless the camera's on you. For sure. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Continue. So, with a medium budget, which is $5 million, so indie, I've been on a lot of those. And 
<clears throat> it depends on the experience mainly of the director and their style of filmmaking. Where are you going? Potty? I've been drinking coffee the whole podcast. I need to go to the bathroom. Don't fall in. Oh, it's real hard there, Tazi. Okay. <laughs> but with the $5 million budget, like I'm saying, it really depends on the experience of the director because I was working on this like super indie budget film and the director is he's foreign so he his experience with film is a totally different industry than say la industry um, even though it was filmed in most of the crew was from la but it was filmed here in atlanta and that film while making it was very like drastically different than say another five million dollar movie based on because of his experience one instance in particular, um, I mean, this happens a lot, but with movies this way. But in particular, the the I'm sure it was the DP. I'm not completely sure. I was wasn't working in like a special role. I was just on set uh, doing like background work or whatever because I wanted to be a part of that. There was a few people that I wanted to meet, um, and I don't know if it was a DP or if it was a producer, but. It was something to do, or maybe it was the AD. See, I don't even know, because the roles aren't clear on those sets, because some people are doing multiple different hats. Even, well, <clears throat> it's unlikely that that would happen in a, a general $5 million movie. And the AD movie. usually isn't going to be doing anything, like, creative-wise. They're usually the ones, like, kind of controlling the crew. Well, controlling the crew and the pace of how we're shooting things. Like, yeah. they're speeding things yeah. up or, or slowing things down or whatever. Mainly just trying to speed things up. Because I don't know, you know, when you have to put beats and in, in stuff like that. Um, so I don't know. It was a scheduling issue, though, is what I'm saying. Like, he was saying, we need to, like, we need to move on. Or, our time's running out. Like, we gotta, you gotta get moving. We're already working 12 hours. And uh, it was a SAG project, too. So it's, you can only work, what is it, 10 hours normally? What's a SAG, SAG hour no, you can work as long as they need you. It's just you have no, to No, there is like a of... maximum. I don't believe so. You just have to have a turnaround. No, there, I'm pretty sure there's a maximum. There's sad. Uh, how many hours? I know that for regular crews, you work as long as you need, but they have to have a 10 hour turnaround from when you wrap to when you, the call time of the next day. Oh, maybe that's it. Because it wasn't their last day. So maybe. Their next day call time was within that, like that window was shrinking. Well, usually sense. they don't they don't set the call time until you finish until you wrap. Well, they have they'll have like a prelim. The they'll have a prelim call sheet that is what they want the next day to what they're expecting. Like I'm saying, this is like a totally. I know those are all like general rules of thumb, but this one wasn't following any of the rules of thumb, and you'll get those on those five million dollar movies. Is what I'm saying. And so it depends on the experience and then of the director and the, the crew that is a part of it. Why are you giving me that face? Yeah, it was weird. You, it, it's back to normal now, but that eyebrow was like higher and pointier than the other one. What? Mr. Rock Johnson. It was weird. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Whatever. <laughs> um, and so all I'm saying is it depends because every, every set is different. And I'm sure if you've experienced that, you have. But every set is completely different from the next. Yeah, it's basically just cut and paste the yeah. previous one. But it's not like it's not no. at all. Yeah, but that's like, kind of what makes it exciting, though, right? <laughs> to be on a new set is to like experience the new. I don't know the new I'm way. Scared because it might be it awful. Is, it is interesting to see. It's so weird to see the different ways that uh, these productions run. I've noticed, like, okay, on uh, WandaVision, like. Matt Shackman was in the Shackman. Few, in the few <laughs> in the few instances that I got to see Mr. him working, Shackman. it was so chill on set when I got to be on set. Wait on the uh, like on WandaVision. Oh, uh, I think there there was one period of time where I was there for significant significant amount of time, and they were they were setting up and they had just finished a new shot. So I came on set, the the cast was coming off. Um, so I was like this close to Randall Park. So, you know, I was this close to Jim Halpert guys. 
Like Jim. Little, yeah. It's a little like what? Randall Park. Yeah, yeah he's Miss Jim. Asian Jim. Funny fun story about that. He forgot that he played Asian Jim. So he said, I was just walking down the street one day and someone just yelled, Asian Jim! And I thought he was being racist. So I turned around to like confront oh, him. I didn't know that was his name, dude. Yeah. Randall Jimmy Woo. Yeah. yeah, old Jimmy Woo. But he turned around and was like, I thought he was being racist and I was going to confront him about it. And he's like, Asian Jim from the office. Just like, oh yeah, thank you. And then I realized, and then I just looked it up, and I guess that one scene, that one day I was on set, has blown oh, up. Yeah, it's really popular. But anyway, the, but being in there in that moment, it was like the DP and Matt were just like sitting by the camera, working out the shot. It was one of the Darcy shots of Darcy sitting at her white. computer. Hey, Tazi. Tazi, the audience can't see this. Oh my. Tazi. Tazi. I can't close it. I'm weird. Jeff White. So. so turn it off. You know, Jim, so Jim's not Is it touchscreen? You seriously never no. noticed? Hey. Hats, hats off for you for not seeing race. Um, but <laughs> the <laughs> other Jim. set, again, I don't have the uh, same onset experience that Brent does. I've been on two productions. You, can, you could clip this and show it to him. Uh, nah, I would get copyright stricken. And you one wouldn't. you were sitting out on a dirt road directing, telling trucks not to go through. Basically, and one, and I blew a shot because Wait, I held my hands up. Hold on. I held my hands up for, okay, just quickly. I held my, my hands up for this, for this, uh, uh, roadie to stop. Not Tra- roadie. What's the word? Teamster. Uh, teamster. Thank you. Not roadie. Roadie, roadie is, <laughs> is the music industry. For this teamster to stop. And a roadie and a teamster are very different. And then things. I, <laughs> yeah. as I put my hands up and he stops the car and then I put my hands down and I'm walking over the driver's seat to let him know what the frame is because he had he just shown up. Weird name. And he just starts pulling forward after I'm out in front of He's the He's trying to give you some money, dude. Here's the thing. Yeah, no, he <laughs> blew the shot because I immediately hear on the headphones, and there's a truck. Uh, <laughs> that's that's I that's not your fault really because oh yeah, but I got blamed can for either, it. Uh, of course, or can either be the, the the nicest like the he coolest people to blame. or the most like <laughs> douchey people on the set. And Teamsters, really, yeah. For yeah. some reason, they're just like I'm someone. They the they ones that are bad. douchey just seem like they're like they're elitist, so much dude. better than you like even worse than some that's why i hate unions dude because all of them like a lot of people in the union think they're better too when they're not no. most of the time I, mean, they I, think suck. It, I think it depends on the people i also think it depends well, on the it's team. my experience it's is what i'm saying oh, okay, it's okay. teamsters not saying in general, general. In, in in but yes teamsters yeah, for in the most grips part. because I feel like most 479 i grips are, are real cool freaking dope dude they're cool to chill with. We were having this storm on uh, one set or whatever, and uh, we so we couldn't. There was a lightning storm or whatever. <clears throat> it was a lightning storm, and we were chilling, and we just started talking about like the industry. We just talked about Trillith and how it's a stupid name. Talked talk about some the, the branding, how it's dumb, how because they said Pine, and I was like, oh, you mean Trillith, right? He's, they have like some name for it. Some like I don't know if you've heard it, but it's some like uh, nickname or whatever. And you guys never heard any of that. Oh, okay. I've never because I can't remember call what it anything, is. but but it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, they're really cool people. Grips um, are cool people. But yeah, Teamsters, they're they're they, <laughs> nice. they're they, and sometimes they're kind of lazy because they have to drive the truck. But once you get to a place, technically they're the people only people who should be operating the lift gate. Um, but there's a lot of time they'll just go and sit in the cab and you're like, can we, can we get it? And then they seem like annoyed that you asked them to do their job yeah, yeah. and you're like, what? that's a lot of people. This is your, it's, that's just like it's a lift in, gate, a it's, but it's not even a hard job. It's pressing some buttons. Yeah. The hard part is driving the truck, but they seem it's annoyed. It's not even the hard part either. The yeah. driving the that's pretty much all they do. And yeah, they drive the vehicle. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was just saying. <laughs> yeah. That the lift well, gate is the. That's not even the hard part. That's not even the hard part. The driving the truck is the hard part. Like that's the hardest. But they part of they're fine. They seem okay the with that. But the lift gate always always seems to be the part where they drag their feet and like the ones who do <laughs> yeah, like, do that because there are, I've met like plenty of teams or two are great, but. Yeah. For some reason, it was like the ones, the few ones that I've seen. I'm like, what? Why? This is. 
It's pressing some buttons. Mm, yeah. It shouldn't be that hard. And then there are some nice, te- cool teamsters who are like, you, you, you can, you can operate the gate. Um, but then there's some who are like, if I see you touching the gate, yeah, I'm yeah. like, whoa, calm down, relax. You were, you, were, do you were sitting in the cab. I needed to get something on the truck. And you I waved to you, and you didn't do anything, so I just went and did it. Or you weren't around the truck. You were over talking to your you, other teamster buddy. Yeah, yeah, you should explain that whole scenario, because I'm just realizing now yeah. a lot of people probably don't know what you're talking about. Teamsters? No, not just no. teamsters, but the oh, whole... well... Yeah. Like, liftgate? Well, I mean, you're, yeah, in yeah, a five, yeah. you're in a five-ton truck, so like basically it's just like a semi... The flip is that? That's our ice uh, maker. I think it's the ice maker. Oh. Huh. Um... Uh, you know, just a, in a big truck. I'm mean, assuming everybody knows, but five ton, big truck, it has a lift gate, uh, and usually the 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 teamster is there. He's been, they're basically just like drivers. They'll drive the trucks because um, they're big trucks. You need special. You need I think it's a, a the commercial driver's license mm-hmm. to drive those, but they also have stuff to drive like all the other vehicles, so like forklifts, gradles. Uh, condors, all that kind of stuff. They're certified to drive. They're cert- the, I think you have to be certified, and there's. I think there's certain. I think it's at least CDL forklift. Yeah, you have to have specific and, certifications for and forklift. Condor. The, I think. What's the, the one that like? Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a scissorless. Get yeah, it's scissorless. That one is. That one it's it's got the scissor it. things that just goes up and down. Yeah, yeah, that one. And then also the driver. for too. <laughs> I think that? so. <laughs> yeah, I think you do. But but uh, yeah. yeah so they're for the most part the teamsters. So you need in, and you have to. You tell need them. to get into the truck because you can't just. What's in the truck, Brent? What's equip, in the truck? Equip your wife's head. Um, <laughs> I wish I had a wife. You wish your wife's head was in the back. I, I wish I had a wife. I wish it was my wife's head because at least that means I would have had a wife. <laughs> Um, I'm so lonely. The topic, I'm taking it back um, to what's it called? The, the teamsters. No, no, no. I always had the thread, and then we started talking about teamsters because I brought up a teamster in one well, of the stories. We're talking, I was talking about, about teamsters. Well, can um, I finish my directors. thought on directors? I, oh, oh yeah, you haven't had like really any talking time. <laughs> okay, fine. Go. Fine. Whatever. To dude. bring us to to, to remind I think the it's audience easier to what talk I to said. you because you're just across the table. I know, from I've just been looking at you the whole time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, block this one out. <laughs> Matt Shackman hey, was running his set very well. He, I then so, worked on a Netflix movie. What do you think about that? <laughs> I worked on a Netflix. I worked on a net. I day played on a Netflix movie. Uh, for for uh, uh, what's it called? Six. It's called Six Tuplets. It's a a comedy, and it's a very yeah. yeah. Alright guys, we're rolling the mid-roll. <laughs> if you guys want to support us, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash film feast where you can get our episodes early, get access to our Discord. You can be the first one with access to our Discord. If you want to message us, please send us an email over at info.filmfeast at gmail.com and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. And now back to the episode. I said to come back. Justin begged a lot and I was crying. We made love. <laughs> so again, no. Just in short, Matt Shackman, Negative. calm, cool, collected, what? worked with other Negative. people, helped the set. You guys are so helpful. <laughs> Why are you saying I, this, this? This thought would take all of a minute okay, to finish. Continue. Sorry. Muzzle me. Matt Shackman, calm, cool, collected, helped the whole set, helped everyone, helped everyone be on collaborative, collaborative, and just. Made it a good experience. A great man. Versus on Six Tuplets, which was Sex Tuplets? Act- Six Tuplets, which was an actor led oh, like actor led movie. Children. The actor wrote it, the actor starred in it and played six different roles in it. The actor has a big the, ego. The actor has a big ego. He the director has roles. a big the director has a big had a big ego, but he all but he he just couldn't deal with the actor. Uh, the biggest annoyance was he Marlon Wayans wrote into the script that he had to wear a fat suit. All right? Uh-huh. And then they shot in the middle of summer. And so we, in the middle of our day, we go to lunch. And he just says, I'm not coming back from lunch for a bit. All right. He's the only actor in the scene. All right. We're like, 
So the director, when he finally, uh, so it's an hour and a half after lunch. They've just been filming some inserts. I was a director. I would leave too. But they were shooting just shooting some. They were just shooting some inserts uh, with uh, with the the stand-ins, and Marlon is walking past my lockup, and the director comes out and just starts screaming at him, just screaming and yelling at him. Fair enough. For, Honestly, I would probably oh do for the real. Same I think the director thing. was pissed, and I I'm, I'm I'm on board with the director in this in this situation. The difference is the director didn't have the power in this situation. Marlon Wayans did, because Marlon Wayans understood this is his movie. He could do whatever the heck he wanted, and he didn't. Was care. he financing it? I don't know. Who's, no, so it's a Netflix stupid. movie. Netflix is financing it. Marlon Wayans has a deal with Netflix. He's made a bunch of movies for them. I don't even know. But but the point was, uh, is scary movie. He did like scary movie. His and his, his he and his brothers have done a ton of comedies. That's why we have the internet. But the point is, is that that environment was not enjoyable I to work. Did in. a movie with a baby. Yeah, that that environment was stressful. So did I. And it was hostile, and it was all because oh, this were, guy. Yeah, and it was all because the people in charge, <laughs> the people in you charge, sex tablets. were treating it like I remember watching that now. Like that, you watched that movie. I did. Why? Because it was on in the background. I didn't even watch it. I checked to see if they... I, I, I keep... I, at I the time, this I checked to see out, if they put... There are some very cool looking shots. At the it. time, I checked to see if I was in the credits. And that's before I realized that day players don't get in the credits. No. I'll be in the credits. It'll say Georgia Unit. And I'll be there. Under your set dresser. There we go. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, have you? Oh, oh yeah, this movie. Yeah, why did see. I watch this? Um, we might uh, probably have it, it might. It might not be great, I but there are the some the, the, some of the shots they did that that. This is a Tyler Perry and, movie, isn't it? No, no. no. It's a Marlon Wayans, Wayans production in association with Netflix. Uh, Michael. Well, out of curiosity, because it looks worked really on, pretty. Brent, you've worked on more sets than than us. Um, your experience with how directors influence. Just the overall work environment and how important that is. I mean, uh, is it important? Kind of on on first wives club. Later, the the director really didn't affect the the. What was the question? of the crew, they were for the most part the the How three directors, directors I worked with affect the environment. The first, yeah, the three directors I worked with, they were all just kind of again with the TV show. I think it was a little different that they weren't really. Once we did the rehearsal, they would do a rehearsal, then a marking rehearsal for the cameras. So like one of the the ACs would come in and mark their yeah. their yeah. spots, and then they would leave, and we'd work for maybe like twenty to. 40 minutes setting up the shot uh and the director would either go and talk with the actors more or just kind of chill until we got the shot set up um so they weren't really affecting the the mood very much i feel like usually it's just the crew itself and then kind of the ad the first Mm -hmm. ad other people who kind of do that but it's just kind of who you're around on the set there's no like okay. like the, i feel like the director doesn't have a a whole it's it's a lot more of influence on everyone yeah yeah it's just because they're unless like something big well, happens, i mean they're recycled what, what about on the feature but on the, but on the feature as well like <clears throat> i mean maybe a little more influence but not uh, influence in what way you're talking about the, the way the image I, looks like that no, no i'm like I the mean, way that the cr- work environment like, like if the if the director makes the, the crew happy or not. Or oh, no. Typically, it's separated. It's, yeah, I mean... Yeah. I mean, the chain of command is just... To be honest... Is, don't uh, talk to the director in a lot of cases. Unless you're a part of that... Unless you're yeah. a lead, which... Well, unless technically, I'm a lead because I'm the only... Like, the director will talk um, to me. He'll talk to props. He'll talk to the... Mm-hmm. Or did you take, say DP. the name of the place? Super of the, Okay, I yeah. didn't... I've, Forgot if you said it or not. Yeah, so was, I didn't sign the NDA. I'll just say the name of the thing because he's that's also not talking. Thing, but I'm not. I'm all. not talking about any of the thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just. I think it just depends on who you're. Around. There are some things. So with, there are with some that things that can affect the mood of certain people. Like, what was the budget for that one? I have no idea. It was on the smaller end, though, right? I think so. 
I mean, they only shot for, I think, like 40 days, something like that. That's a lot. That's a lot of days. That's a month. Like a month and a half 40 of days? shooting. That's not that much. A month and a half of shooting. For a feature? They shot like 20 days in Montana and 20 days on in Georgia. On the giant, Georgia. on like, on uh, Oh, no, wait, no. No, maybe they only shot for 20 days. That sounds more realistic. Wait, did they? For an indie thing like that. I think they only shot for 20 the days. The days are, are smaller than normal but, studio um, budget. That's what I mean, it, it, I guess technically it could affect the mood of some people, but it's not really like an overall mood of the, of the crew unless something big happens. But like with me, the scripty and props, um, if like the DP or the director are like, well, I want this because it looks better. And then we're like, well, continuity-wise, that doesn't make sense. And they're like, well, I just don't care. And then you're like, I can't do this. And you just get <laughs> frustrated because you're like, because like the deep, the the scripty, multiple times would go through the director and be like, hey, this thing, and and like half the time, the director would be like, oh yeah, let's go change that. Or okay. the DP would be like, oh yeah, let's go change that. But then half the time, you'd be like, do do we have to? Is it? I think it's okay. It'll be fine. And yeah. then were they small things? Yeah. Like what was it? What were like coffee it, shop? Do you have an example? Well, okay, let me. <laughs> the, the there's one I can think of where, um. There's a shot where two characters get out of car, and then like a like a a power line like the the I can't think of the word for it. On the power line, the two big like cylinders yeah. like those things explode because it's in the middle of a storm. Mm-hmm. Classic. Um, I can't think of what it's called. But I'm that thing explodes. Power um, cells. Su- the right. super cells. I <laughs> <laughs> get it. Because no, the movie is it's the tornado. Um, the movie's the name. But of so, <laughs> so we shot it from the right side, from the passenger side, and the guy gets out that side, and the girl gets out this side, and she stops probably about the side of your mirror when the thing goes off, and they both like duck down and look at it, and we did the reverse of it on the driver side. She's like all the way at the front of the engine, and so then the so the, the, the script was like, hey, if you want to be able to cut between these two things, you're you're going to want to have her mm-hmm. stay by the door because otherwise you can't cut because she's going to jump and people will notice that. Yeah. So you can, if you're going to use that take, you can only use that shot. Sounds you can't like cut back and forth. It's a budget film. Um, and he was like, it's okay. We can, we can just go. Uh, and then apparently like later that night, he texted the script and was like, oh, you're right. <laughs> when they're looking like, back at the yeah, they're looking, probably looking back at the dailies. That's like, so funny. And there were a couple uh, other that's things. What like you that. get for there not was, listening, son. There was, there was one thing where on the dashboard of the van, there's a bunch. Uh, there was a, like a storm chaser van or something like that. Mm-hmm. And on the dashboard, there was a bunch of maps and books. And, I just um, said meth and books. And I was like, lots of meth and books. I, was, I made sure it was all all right. And then I, I like went and did something. And I came back and like some of the stuff was they gone from in front of the dashboard because they were shooting through the windshield. Mm-hmm. And I went and asked the director. I was like, "Hey, did you did you move this? Don't like, move my shit!" And he was like, "It looked like a it looked like a script because it was like a like a map book." Yeah. He's like, "It looked like a script." And I was like, "But I, it's it was in the last shot. It was like in the reverse. Like you could see half the book." And he's like, "Yeah, I just think it was the reverse." Okay. Out, of, out of curiosity, okay. did did God. you did you feel like you were treated any different because of your age? No. Okay. I was not, just no, not at, not at all. The the you know, the best boy electric was twelve. Grow a beard, dude. Uh, you look older. And the scripty was twenty two, as well. Somebody so, told me I looked like I was twenty seven the other day. Gee, is it because you told them you were twenty seven? No, I I I said yeah after that. After um, the, but no, the <laughs> age thing. I feel like with some of the the older people and for the most part I think people were saying people if they not a lot of people ask my age <laughs> you have to urinate yeah. so um, so but out, okay. thanks man appreciate it dude. but they people didn't really no people I feel like people don't care as much about the age thing some people I think some of the older people were more like the oh well back in my day kind of thing but do you think that the like there are more and more younger people on the sets as you've worked on them. Uh, kinda, sort of. I'm curious um, about that. For the most part, the young people are the. I mean, the key PA was older than me. He was, I think, 26 or 27, something like that. But he 
chose the wrong career path. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah, I, 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 I'm curious about that because I feel like in Georgia, especially, a lot of more young people are working in the industry because it's become just so much easier to one like sort of break in in Georgia. Jordan, the, prop, the props master, who was also the onset because she they only had one person in the props department. She was 25. She did GFA and yeah, the, she's the, apparently. This is the first time she's done props, but apparently for the most part, she's been a production designer. Hmm. Um, okay. I, it's probably been on smaller things, but still, she's been doing yeah. production designing. I know the Georgia Film Academy has definitely made it easier for people to break in. IATSE is also just desperate for new people anyway to help fill all of the They should lower the cost of admission. Then. It's only $1,200. That's a lot of money to me, dude. I mean, they also money is money, bro. but the the point they they the whole point of all that is is it's much easier now for young people to get into the industry. And obviously, that might change in the next ten years as more and more people get hired. Real quick, I have a question. Abby and I have been arguing about this. Is this shirt? What color is the shirt to you guys? Brown. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. What color is the shirt? Brown. Tazi. Brown. <laughs> What color do you think it is? Gray. Dude, you are colorblind. This is gray. You are colorblind. I can sort of see that. I don't see that at all. This shirt is gray. Uh, The sombrero is the same color as the shirt. Hey, Brent. Sombreros aren't gray. They're brown. Brent. Brent, That does not matter. That matters, dude. Chewy isn't yellow. Dude, he's more yellow Uh, than he is. I would say, Brent, that that is. Gray. I would say, Brent, (laughs) that that shirt is brown. Yeah, I'd say your brain isn't working properly. You're agreeing with her. <laughs> you should have told us what to say first. No, no that also, doesn't to solve. win. Um, I I hate you. And we're back. <laughs> Hi guys. Um, you guys are jerks. Just it's brown, dude. Get okay, you it. know what? quite an episode guys if you want to support us you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash film feast if you want to email us you can do so at info.filmfeast at gmail.com we're gonna keep it nice and short today just like the episode i hope you all have a wonderful day